Andy No got abused, got beat up at uh, the most recent clash of the, Pro- the Proud Boys and Antifa out in Portland. Um, I'm sure you've heard about it. Uh, I know certainly Twitter has been ablaze. Uh, Facebook, not as much, but there have been quite a few people who have talked about it. And uh, it's actually made its way to the mainstream. So I actually I have to give it to, <laughs> it sounds gay, to Brian Stelter, who says he's not gay. I know, I'm, I am just on the gay thing. <clears throat> but listen, when it's, when it's in your face all day, every day, maybe not all day, but um, he's not gay. At least that's what I've heard, the story I've heard. Oh, man, that is, I don't know about that. But I have to give it to him. I shouldn't shit on him too much because he talked about it and he condemned it. So you got to give credit where credit's due sometimes. No, all the time. Fuck sometimes. And uh, uh, Brian Stelter deserves it. He did call out Antifa for this. But um, this is um, not just frustrating. It's enraging. If you've seen the video, which you must have by now, it is enraging that this shit happened. Brain, and Brain isn't so, I mean, I know we talk about politics and, and uh, he discusses the, the stuff that bothers him about politics. Listen, dude, he isn't into politics like I am. Not in the sense of like wanting to talk about it all the time and, and discuss all these things. He'd rather not. He'd rather enjoy all of the things that he enjoys, like like much of the, our country. You know, they don't really want to get into politics, but they're forced into it, and that's the sad part. Um, and Brain sent me a uh, an article, which just so happened to be the Andy No thing when it came out. Um, and I had already seen it, obviously, but uh, so we we conversed a little bit about that. But it is enraging to see this video to see. He is a journalist. He's wrote he's he's uh, uh, wrote pieces for the Washington. I think the Washington Post, New York Times. Um, he's he's an established journalist, but he's conservative, so therefore it's okay from the left for him to be beat up. Uh, Antifa, who I believe it was New Jersey, uh, declared them a uh, domestic terrorist group. Um, and this is true. It's not like when it, when uh, they were saying it about the Proud Boys, which never happened. The FBI never labeled them as a as a terrorist group. Uh, however, Antifa has been. Antifa is the largest white identity group in the United States of America. Um, so this white and I don't. I'm not mentioning this for um, you know because it's something that I like to do or that I like to point out people's identities or or things that they could choose. But it's for the sake of, I guess, the argument <clears throat> and to show the massive double standard when it comes to the left. Andy No is gay. He's Asian. So to them, a person of color, which I hate that title. And he's a, 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 a child of immigrants. So they, but because he's conservative, they thought it okay to beat the ever-living shit out of this guy. He's got a brain bleed. He's got a torn earlobe. He's got uh, a hell of a, uh, what we call a mouse under his right eye, um, which he's going to have two black eyes. He's got plenty of scrapes and bruises. So he was uh, milkshaked. 
and milkshaking started, I believe, with Sargon of Akkad over in England. It might have been um, Nigel Farage first, but I feel I feel like it was, it started with uh, Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage had somebody who had a milkshake, and they just threw it at him. So now they started something called milkshaking. It became pretty popular, and uh, shitty ass Burger King that uh, I'll probably never go to now. Um, they put out the official Burger King Twitter page or whatever, put out a tweet that said, happy milkshaking day. And this was around the time for uh, voting out there in England. So they took a side and um, that's a call to violence. And mind you, mind you, Carlos Maza, the gay Filipino, Hispanic, whatever, um, Cuban, no, gay Cuban, uh, guy that, that started the second round of, uh, adpocalypse with, uh, Steven Crowder and got him demonetized and had a whole bunch of people that suffered under him, uh, get demonetized on YouTube. Uh, he put out a tweet, uh, calling for people to be milkshaped, um, which is the new verbiage. And, uh, and he got his wish and Andy, Andy No got, uh, it started with a milkshake, and then somebody came along with silly string, which is obviously stupid. But then you see Antifa attack. Once this first person throws it on him, Antifa attacks. Now, if you're just watching the crowd, it looks pretty bad. Or if you're just watching Andy No, it looks pretty bad. And it is bad, obviously, because he gets kicked. He gets punched a whole bunch of times. He has probably four or five different milkshakes thrown on him. If you know what's going on behind the scenes, um, the... Portland police, who are fucking useless, uh, did put out a Twitter, uh, a tweet that said, uh, Portland police have been notified that Quickcrete has been mixed in with milkshakes. If you know anything about it, let us know. Um, if you don't know about uh, Quickcrete, and I'll be honest, I didn't know this. I've used Quickcrete quick, quick plenty of times. Um, it's uh, alkaline-based. It, it can cause a chemical burn. Uh, I've never been burned with it. So I don't, I, I don't know like if it's just from a lot of usage that you can end up getting it. Uh, they say it's, it, it can be little amounts, some that steeps into your boots or whatever for people that use it often. Um, so anyway, long story short, they, uh, they did mix it in and uh, at least by any information that I've come across, it was in there. Uh, there was a guy, there were people in a, in a, uh, ironically, a Home Depot truck that you can rent for like $20 for however many hours. Uh, a Home Depot truck, if you remember, in New York was used, was rented by a Muslim who ran down a whole bunch of bikers out there and killed like six or seven of them. Uh, so they rented one of those and were mixing the milkshakes with the quickcrete in the back of it at this, this rally or whatever you want to call it in Portland. And there's video of it. And I think it was taken by a cop. Uh, and that's, that was the, uh, the source of information for the, uh, Portland police. So it was happening and it was used in these attacks and, uh, in the video or, or pictures or whatever that you have of Andy No after, I mean, he looks beat the fuck up and he was, uh, he's got blood. He's got this milkshake fucking quick creep shit all over him. From what I understand, he hasn't been burned by it, so no chemical burns, but it's the intent that they had. It makes it makes the milkshake certainly heavier so that it hurts when it hits, um, as opposed to just a nice, delightful, cold feeling on a hot summer day. Um, but it's enraging. And when you watch these kids that attack them, it's, you're looking at these weaselly, skinny Antifa cunts. Uh, they, I remember hearing or seeing somewhere that at the end of the day, they only arrested three, 
But I also saw a whole sheet of like 12, 9 to 12 people that were arrested. Like three or four girls and the rest were all guys. There's a couple of them that were just little twerps, little scoundrels. Um, one guy that had dreads. There's two of them that looked like a pretty good size, you know. But uh, for the most part, what I'm getting at is Antifa are weak pussies. These guys can't fight to save their fucking lives. But in a pack mentality... Um, when, and they, by the way, they attack singular people. They always go after, uh, less opponents than they have, which should, should give more credit to the Proud Boys because the Proud Boys, when they fight them, they end up doing pretty good. Uh, like Pan Man and people like that. Pan Man, um, got famous by the video where he knocked out the one guy. He was getting hit with a baton. The fucking Weasley-ass Antifa that thought he was tough was cracking him with a fucking baton. He took two or three strikes on his on his left forearm and delivered. It was an awkward overhand right, but uh, delivered that right and just knocked, I mean, stiffened his ass right up. So, yeah, it should give more credit to uh, the Proud Boys because they tend to face a shit ton of Antifa and go to show you that Antifa are just a bunch of pussies. Uh, and when I watched, when I kept watching the, uh, the video of, uh, Andy No getting beat up, uh, and seeing the one guy that come in, came in and kicked him, I mean, he was just the smallest little shit, and he kicks him and he runs away, and he kicks him and he runs away, um, dude, the guy can't see, he can't see, he's got fucking milkshake and silly string and all sorts of shit all over him, he's getting hit from 20 different angles, and he's, he happens to escape, well, there's another video that I saw, in which they said it was a uh, Proud Boys fighting. Uh, one dude who I, I saw the, the end result of, uh, of what had happened here in the hospital, he had to get staples put in his bald head. He had two massive lacerations, deep cuts on his head. Um, and I saw the video where it happened. He and this older gentleman uh, with white hair ended up, that hair was red as shit. He was, they were both bloodied up. And it was just Antifa. It was about, I don't know, anywhere between five and eight of them jumping on this guy and constantly jumping on him, beating him. I mean, he went to the ground. They're stomping on his head, all sorts of shit. So, uh, and it just enrages you. You see shit like this, and it just fucking boils your blood. Um, shit, what was the uh, the Army guy that used to be on, on InfoWars? Uh, Biggs, Joe Biggs. Joe Biggs is furious. They've got another thing coming up in August that, uh, is it August? I think it's August, uh, mid-August, where um, there's a, a rally going on out in Portland. And Joe has already said they're going. he's going out there looking for blood. He's going out there with uh, an army of people that are going to go out looking for Antifa to fuck them up. And um, I'm okay with it. I'm all right with that. Fucking, you know, what's good for the goose is uh, good for the gander. And uh, when you start shit... Um, and you constantly push. I mean, this is the left, dude. They are war mongers. They want war. They, I mean, look at how they deal with uh, Donald Trump going and seeing um, Kim, Jim or Jim Jim Jong Il, Kim Jong Il. Jesus. Um, he's the only president ever to do so. That's even in talks. And he met him, I guess, on the border of uh, uh, North and South Korea, and shook his hand. And now he's he's in peace talks. I remember when, right before he got in, everybody was worried we were going to go into World War III. Um, I think the, the, the right, I think the conservatives were right, that if Hillary Clinton went, would have gotten in, we would have been in World War III. Because the, how the left is dealing with this Jim Con, Kim Jong-il thing, 
Um, they're pissed off that Donald Trump is shaking his hand and we're in peace. There's been no war. There's been, you know, threats of shit, but he's ne- we've never gone to war. In fact, we've brought more soldiers out. Um, and I might be wrong about this, but I think we brought more soldiers out, especially in Iran, than, um, than Obama did. So, again, Donald Trump is, is staying true to his words, staying to, true to his promises, and the left hates it. They want war. They've been, and I've been saying this for a while, they've been pushing for it. They want blood. They want to go into the Middle East, and, and uh, they want to go after Russia. I mean, the whole two-year, two-and-a-half-year investigation was seemingly, to me, something that looked like just a provocation to go to war with, with Russia. They just want to go to war with somebody. Um, and when you look at Antifa, Antifa always starts these fights. Like, you can say, sure, okay, they're right, you know, they go out to these rallies and shit, and they have the rallies in order to provoke, I guess you can say that. I don't believe that that's the case. I think they're just going out there standing up for something, knowing that Antifa's going to come out, but when, there, and there's usually no violence until Antifa gets there, and then it starts with Antifa, because they start throwing rocks. Their whole aspect is to be violent. It's why they wear masks. They don't want to be identified. It's not because they're afraid of getting doxxed. They don't want to be identified for when they start the violence. And they, they work in a very uh, strategic fashion in which the people in the back um, tend to throw things, rocks, bottles, bricks, you know, bottles of piss, things like that. The people up front uh, will do small attacks and then they'll meld into the crowd. So now you can, and, and, and that's the whole part of it, you can't identify them. Once they hit and they retreat back, now you can't see them. And the only time that they really get arrested is when the police are right there and they can, they can pinpoint certain people. And they don't get all of them. They only get a few of them usually. And uh, I think the most I've seen was like 20 to 25 in a single uh, rally or whatever you want to call it. So, um, no, Antifa are the violent, violent runs, ones. And then they want to go after the Proud Boys because the Proud Boys say, you know what? We're okay with necessary violence. We're okay defending ourselves. In fact, we like it and we're going to do it. Um, one of, and they kept hitting on this with uh, Gavin, and, uh, and Gavin even talked about when he stepped down, um, is that one of their in, quote-unquote initiation rights was to uh, get in a fight that, that would elevate you if you were to fight Antifa or somebody on the left. But it, what they got confused was it wasn't an actual go out and fight them. It was, hey, if it happens and you just so happen to defend yourself, you know, now you've, you've gotten the lucky, uh, the lucky badge to, to, you know, be elevated within the quote-unquote ranks of the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys was just a joke. The Proud Boys was just a, a, an actual fraternal organization uh, where like-minded individuals could come together. And uh, it's, it's far more diverse. I know I've said this before, but far more diverse than Antifa, which is made up primarily of rich uh, white people um, and uh, frothing feminists who uh, are the feminists that turn a blind eye to transgenderism. <laughs> but uh, no, Antifa is extremely violent and uh, it, it goes to show you just how violent they are where they would attack somebody that, um, you know, on the... On the uh, the plane of intersectionalism, uh, you know, they can turn a blind eye to the, to it, to, you know, the three points that the guy had being gay, being a person of color and being a child of, of immigrants. Uh, 
but they can they can turn a blind eye to those things and uh, just beat the shit out of them uh, because they're psychotic. They're insane. Um, the person that I've seen the most that's been I shouldn't say the most outraged, but doing the most calling out so far is Tim Pool. Tim Pool, um, I think I've said this before, is the is a cool leftist. You know, obviously I disagree, and I would disagree with a lot of his leftist, well, most of his leftist views. But uh, he's he's there, man. He's been there calling out anytime the left tries to shut down uh, free speech. That go that when they go after censor, censorship, you know, violence and calling for violence against pe- their opponents and, and things of that nature. And, and um, he's staying true to his word. You know, he's been calling this attack out on uh, no for a while. And the funny thing about no, excuse me, at least for me, is. Um, oh, I've been talking in my phone. Are you talking in the... Mu- no, wait. Yeah, I am talking in my phone. Never mind. I've had uh, a bit of a confusing time when I do this in my car because uh, my phone syncs up to my car. i got to make sure that I'm not on Bluetooth so that it sounds better. Anytime you've ever heard it be you know, quiet and choppy, that's why. It's because it's uh, connected to my phone and the, um, the mic isn't so good. But um, the... No's last name is spelled N-G-O, and I have to assume that that's, uh, I think it's Pacific Islander. I could be off on that. But uh, the first time I had seen the name was on a season of, I I think, uh, The Ultimate Fighter. And uh, they're lucky it wasn't that no, because that no would have kicked the shit out of uh, probably all of them. But uh, it's, this most recent attack had boiled my blood so much that I'm starting to think maybe I'll go to Ann Arbor next time you know a speaker comes out there like Ben Shapiro or Stephen Crowder or someone and uh, they have a rally maybe I might start confronting Antifa maybe I might start getting a hold of some proud boys out here and um, and we get together and we go meet these fuckers violence with violence you know beat them with a hotter fire uh, because I'm I uh, I know I've got a few fights left in me and um and this is starting to really piss me off to see the people getting attacked. I mean, I was raised, you know, you, you defend those who can't defend themselves. Uh, you, you fight for those who can't fight. Um, you know, that's just being a, a dude. Um, being a, uh, that's, that's, you know, one of the tenets of being a real man. And, uh, and this is, has certainly not just that. I mean, it's, it's, that is, I think, enough that would boil your blood, but, uh, it's all of the rest of it, man. It's, it's everything else that's been going on for the past, what, three, four years. Um, and how far the left is going and how far they're pushing things. And, and, uh, I think a lot of us just have a a shit ton of, of pent up aggression because of this, you know, you've got the, the, uh, the, the tranny, uh, story times, you know, you've got the, uh, the kids that are constantly, you know, any, any conservative, anybody with a, a red hat, you know, make America great. You know, anybody that supports the president is getting absolutely oppressed and shit down, shit on and, and, uh, and, and beat up. And it's just, it's coming, it's coming to a head. I don't know when that's coming, but it's, I think it's sooner than later. Uh, I'm not going to say that we're, we're at the times of a civil war, but, uh, that's not too far off either. You know, when you look at, um, when you look at the, the two 
Democrat debates, uh, mind you, black people, they've replaced you. They're done with you. You're, you're, they didn't mention you. Well, I, I think once, and I think it was Cory Booker talking about gay tran, I'm sorry, was it gay tran black guys? And that was it. Besides that, you guys are, they've replaced you. So this idea, and it's so sad to, to know that, you know, the black community has been fooled into constantly voting for the one uh, party that constantly works against them. Um, they're done. They're done with you guys. They've, they've went on to the, the illegal immigrants. That, that's their new pet. And, uh, and they're done with you. They, they could care less about you. They don't care about your vote anymore. They want to grant amnesty to the illegals that are here, uh, do away with our border, and uh, invite in all of the uh, Mexicans, Central, and South Americans. They want to bring all of them in. And, uh, and they don't need your vote anymore, which is why you don't hear them talking about you anymore. But, uh, you know, they'll call Donald Trump racist. You know, um, they'll continue that narrative in, in hopes to still, you know, catch you with the net of, uh, of bringing in votes. So, um, and the Democrat debates were just ridiculous. I mean, like I said, you know, they put up their hands a couple times in both debates of, you know, who all here is for, I think the two times that everybody put their hands up was for healthcare for all. And I think I, cause I didn't, I didn't really watch them. I don't care to, I know what's on that side. You know, I've been research, researching enough to, to know what's on both sides. I've been, I've had my eyes open, you know? Um, and as I say that there, uh, beauty from, uh, beauty and the beast, uh, beauty and the beast, beauty and the beta. Uh, she also goes by, uh, I think her YouTube channel is blonde in the belly of the beast. Uh, she had a video that came out a couple weeks back that was really, really good in which she was talking about having your eyes opened and you see it everywhere. And that's why I keep talking about the gay thing and why I keep talking about all these other things because it's in everything. Every TV show, every movie. And that's what she was talking about. It's everywhere. You can't close your eyes to it any longer. It's everywhere. And it's heavy overrepresentation of these things which means it shouldn't be everywhere. If it were percentage-wise, what it actually is, you'd see it in less than 2% of TV shows, less than 2% of songs and uh, uh, magazines and movies and things of that nature. You'd see it in less than 10% of the entertainment that's being fed to us. Yet, it's in probably 98% of everything. My, where I go to with that is I argue that it's an intent. There is a purpose behind it. I think it's a, a, a form of social engineering in order to normalize you. And I would go a few steps further. It's in order to turn you. I think that there is a, a heavy push to turn people gay. Oh, that's, that's what Alex Jones was saying, right? They're turning the frogs gay. He was right. It's called atrazine. Um, it confuses your um, your your uh, hormone produ production, which confuses your. Uh, oh God, I can't remember this part. It, it confuses your output, out your output, or your input, or something like that. Anyway, it um, it uh, it it is. I 
I believe, a chemical form of social engineering in which they wish to turn uh, heterosexuals, it's certainly uh, the, the younger generations, uh, to turn them gay. Um, I mean, just look at, at, you know, the last couple years of, of, uh, of the tranny movement and how many kids that is a, a, those kids aren't, listen, you're not born gay. I will argue that to the day I die. You are not born gay. Um, I mean, if you're born anything, which I don't know, I don't know if I can say that you're born heterosexual. I, I want to say that, but yeah, if you're born anything, you're born heterosexual. And, um, I stick to the argument that it's how you experience situations growing up that, that develops your desires. And it was however you experienced whatever, you know, too many hugs, not enough hugs, uh, beatings or whatever it may be. Certainly, um, sexual abuse, uh, will, can, not always, but can, and certainly I think is the reason for many people becoming homosexual. But, uh, where did I go off on that? Beauty in the belly of the beast. Yeah. No, her, her video is really good on that. Um, and that's just, it's everywhere. All the leftist, um, you can see their fingerprint in everything, in everything. Um, they've ruined uh, whole storylines like uh, take Mar- almost, well, no, not almost every Marvel movie is nonstop feminism. It's, you know, men are bad, masculinity is bad. It's like, bitch, it, it was the dudes that were the ones that saved everybody. Captain America, fucking Thor, Hulk, you know, all these guys, these were the ones, it was the dudes, but now, as Gavin McGinnis has been saying, they're making women out to be the toughest, and they're the best, and all it's going to do is get women hurt, all the left is going to do is to constantly, especially if there's ever a war, a civil war, which, mind you, won't be north versus south, it won't be left versus right, it'll be everybody versus everybody, it will be fucking scary. Now, it's not to say that there won't be certain groups that won't come together. I think patriots, uh, conservatives will certainly uh, will group up and will be the stronger force in that. And I think that they will be the ones to, over, to overcome. Um, and if you think that the army will completely leave, you know, the, the government and come... It's not, I'm not trying to shit on any, on any soldiers or anything, but there's going to be a split there. There's going to be those that stick with the Constitution that, that um, will be bound to the Constitution and they will split off and uh, re- revert back to, you know, whatever local place that they're from in the United States. And I think uh, they would probably go um, protect their families and, and join up in the local militia. Um, but you're also going to have the military members that believe in following orders. You know, don't forget that. And and that's not shitting, again, it's not shitting on any military member. It's just, that's what you're taught to do, you know. And that's a bad spot to be in. You know, what do you do? Because essentially you're committing treason, right? If you were to, well, and that's the, that, this is the really hard part. If you don't listen to orders that you're given, because that's what makes the, the military such a strong force, is because people listen. You, you are given an order. And you follow that order. That's what you do. 
Well, what do you do when the order is to go against the Constitution? See what I mean? That's a bad fucking spot to be put in. And there are going to be people that are going to take sides in the military. I would only hope that they would stick to the Constitution, you know, and I wouldn't want to face off against those who stuck to the order. That'd be a fucking super sad day. But if a civil war were to ever come out, that's what we're going to be facing. There's going to still be a military. There's going to be an army. There's going to be a uh, a navy, air force, uh, marines, um, national guard. You know that that are going to be of the government that are are going to um, stick to it. Now, who's in power? Now, there's a difference. I think if Trump's in power, there's there's not going to be any orders to go against the Constitution. So, there's a civil war. All right. Well, now we've got the whole army on our side, I would argue. But somebody on the left gets in. Oh, man. And there's a civil war. Now they're going to be going against the Constitution. Now they're going to be looking to take away guns. And I think that would be the biggest the biggest tipping point is when they come after the guns. Um it's it's going to be something when they're go, as they're going after the first amendment but i think the second amendment is the the biggest tilt in all of that if i'm predicting anything so uh man i really went off on a tangent there so anyway the the democratic debates uh they're stupid or the democrat debates they're just two groups of or one group but uh two different sets of debates that were just shitty they're dumb they're just a bunch of dumbasses, and they're they've gone so far left that it, I, and you can't talk a lot of the left out now. It's 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 becoming very galvanized, um, where they just absolutely believe that they're on the right side of things. They believe that uh, we're wrong. Um, I would stress on our side to, to keep trying to practice empathy. Certainly, pray for them. Pray, if you're a God-fearing person, pray for the left. Pray for liberals. Pray that that their eyes are opened. Um, and and never stop questioning yourself, too. You know, make sure that we're on the right side. Uh, because, you know, many times when you're fighting your enemy, you can tend to become your enemy. When you fight the monster, you tend to become the monster sometimes. But, um, so constantly question yourself, too. Make sure that you're on the right side. You know, come with the right information. Um, and when I say fighting, obviously I'm not calling you to go out and attack anybody and certainly not attacking innocent people. But when I say fighting, I'm talking fighting the, the information war. You know, the info war, if you will. Um, come with, with adequate information that trumps theirs. Try to get through to them. Uh, I know I shit on people pretty hard um, when it comes to whatever it may be. Uh, that we differ on, but, um, you know, there's, it's, it's a very gray area, I think, where you can have times that you can, uh, hate on somebody, uh, because you're sick and tired of, of, of waiting, you're sick of, of the constant letdown of people not coming around to the truth, um, and then there's other times where I'm in a better mood and I, I can, uh, I can deal with somebody a little easier, but it is a gray area, I think, hmm, I, but overall, you know, the way to, to deal with all that is to be accountable, be responsible, and don't be a liberal. 